with an epic four games to one defeat of the Mets. And on November 3rd, the city came out to celebrate. Just a few years earlier, that parade would have been unfathomable. For a decade, from 1976 to 1985, the Royals were one of the dominant teams in baseball. Seven times in ten years they went to the playoffs. Thanks to a future Hall of Famer, George Brett, and a great cast of supporting players, they were relevant nearly every year, including winning two American League pennants and a World Series title in 1985. But, until their 2014 playoff run, the last time the Royals even made the playoffs had been nearly 30 years earlier. That was the longest playoff drought of any team in any major sport. But the Kansas City Royals' title run in 2015 almost never happened. In 2002, Major League Baseball's owners, looking to shore up the sport's shaky financial situation, actively discussed the possibility of disbanding two teams. The Royals were among the teams rumored to be on the list. Who would have blamed owners if they had done it? The Royals were at the tail end of eight consecutive losing seasons. In 2002, only three teams drew fewer fans. Only eight teams had lower player payrolls. The Royals looked done in 2002. But the Royals didn't die, and in 2015, they wrote a new, exciting chapter in franchise history. Fan attendance is now up. According to a May 2015 New York Times article, television viewership is up four times where it was five years ago. And the team that was once the laughingstock of baseball has a higher television rating than any other team in baseball. At one point early in 2015, the Royals had eight players on track to being voted All-Stars by Major League Baseball fans. Four were eventually voted into the game by fans. That would have been unfathomable a decade earlier. Considering the age of the team's best players, the revitalized Royals appear likely to make 2015 the first of many championships to come. Most evangelical churches in North America have much more in common with the 2002 Royals than the 2015 version. You have likely heard the depressing stats. Southern Baptists alone lose more than 900 churches every year. 90% of those churches are in our cities. Seven out of ten churches are either plateaued or declining. They haven't seen a winning season in more years than they can count. Like the Royals, the best days of many churches seem to be over. In the past, when I attended Royals games, I would see the sign in the outfield celebrating the 1985 World Series championship. Rather than making me proud to be a Royals fan, that sign reminded me that greatness had not been part of this team for a long time. In the same way, when walking the halls of a dying church, one can find memories of the great days of the past. But those great days seem so long ago. Instead of serving as encouragement, those memories serve as constant reminders of how far the church has fallen. Accepting God's call to replant a dying church is never easy. 
Any idea how many managers the Royals have gone through since their last playoff appearance? Ten. Losing seasons, whether in baseball or in ministry, tend to devour leaders. But God has other plans. Several years ago, God led me to replant a dying church, Warnell Road Baptist in Kansas City, Missouri. The very few remaining members of Warnell Road made the extraordinary and all-too-rare decision to repent of past mistakes, praying with passionate focus and embracing meaningful and biblical change. Over the next few years, the church began to grow. We became relevant to our community, and we planted new churches. Today, Warnell has become a church to which many across North America have looked as a model of how a dying church can live again. Warnell Road doesn't look much like the 19...